afternoon, my fellow Americans. Kyle Brown here on another episode of the KB Show. I was going to try and get an episode up yesterday, had some things come up. So here we are, Thursday, November 19th, one week away from Thanksgiving. We all have heard a lot of the new COVID regulations, restrictions, Coming out of various states, Iowa, um, California, New York. We've heard how, I think, four sheriffs have said they will not enforce Cuomo's order or whatever, regulation, whatever. Some stuff in my home state of Indiana here I've changed. But you know what? Help is on the way. We've got a couple vaccines that are, I think, just mere weeks. I'm thinking two, three weeks away from being shipped out and people will be able to start taking them. And then we can just say, no more masks. But the radical left doesn't want that. We all know that Biden's already called for a COVID-19 advisory commission. We've we've heard about mask mandates that he's going to probably institute while they... Look over the science of the vaccines. Folks, I I just want to point this out there. Democrats are stupid. Trump and the Republican Party, especially the Republicans in the Senate, have dumped so much money into... Operation Warp Speed to get us a vaccine so that we can get back to normal lives. But no, the Democrats don't want that because they want to control you. They want to dictate what you can and cannot do. We're seeing that in California. We're seeing that in New York. And I know, I understand, you know, everyone's going to say, but Kyle, the, the COVID cases are going, are skyrocketing everywhere, even in Republican states. Yeah, and you know why? It's because people are f- bloody fed up with this thing. They want to get back to normal lives. I mean, do people not realize that Pfizer and Medina, or Med- whoever the other company is, The vaccines that they have made, to my knowledge, right now are the only, I'm I'm just double checking in my mind, make sure I'm not giving you misinformation here, but I believe these are the only two vaccines that have been created in the entire world that are deemed safe and effective when they're 90 to 95% effective. You also have Biden and the Democrats saying, 
Oh, we need to take care of the rest of the world. Screw you, Biden. We need to take care of our people first. Then we can help out the rest of the world. If you look at a lot of the countries in Europe, a lot of them are relocking down. That's the socialists in the world trying to take control. And not only do we have, are we trying to fight that battle, we also have the continued battle for the election. And I've been following the news, and again, a lot of the news information that I have gotten has been through listening through very conservative programs like the Glenn Beck program, Louder with Crowder, Stephen Crowder, Rush Limbaugh. Please, I encourage you to check them out. They are very, very good resources. I would highly, highly push everyone to check out Blaze Radio or Blaze TV. Very conservative program that was created by Glenn Beck. I encourage you to listen to Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, either on the radio or on Fox News. Those are about the only programs I would actually respect on Fox News right now. And and then you're you're probably going to ask the question, but why? Why are you pushing these conservative people? Why not also weigh in the news from... MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, CBS. Because those companies have been lying to us for two, three years? Maybe more? Fox News, up until this election, was a very staunch defender and supporter of President Trump. And then, during the election, they turned around and stabbed him in the back. They stabbed us Republicans in the back. Why? Just because they don't want to be, quote-unquote, put on the list. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, there is already a a list that that is being comprised of everyone who's ever supported, either vocally, financially, and even people who voted for President Trump. Because we're the bad people. We're the corrupt. We're the racists. We're fearmongers. We're xenophobics. We're being seen as anti-gay and you know anti-abortion. Personally, to hell I am. I only say that because I'm looking at it from my personal and religious beliefs. But you know what? I'm not going to put that, you know, force my opinion onto the American people. If people ask for my opinion, I will gladly give it to them. But I'm not going to force it on them. Just like I don't force my religion on people. So I... Sure as hell, don't expect you to try and force and push your religion onto me. Because I didn't ask for it. 
we're gonna real quick we're gonna shift gears kind of give you an update on a lot of the election stuff going on in the last since i released my introductory episode I believe somewhere in the neighborhood of seven to eight thousand votes in three different counties were discovered and not counted. I also found out that in Georgia, and this, I'm sorry, those votes were in Georgia, but in Georgia, they're just doing a count. They're not doing a full audit. Now. The votes that they found that were uncounted, it gave Trump a little bit of a cut in, but not really enough to overturn. But Georgia election officials say the count in the margin is still close enough that President Trump can request a full audit. And when I'm thinking full audit, I'm thinking... You're going to count these votes. You're going to, and you're going to make sure that the mail-in ballots are verified through their signatures. Now, this morning, actually, just a little bit ago, before I started recording this episode, probably in the last hour or so, we had Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell. And, oh gosh, I forget, forgot her name. There was, there was another lady that held a press conference. Now, these were attorneys for President Trump. All three of them essentially dropped bombshells of evidence indicating fraud and rigged elections in every single one of these battleground states that they are seeking official federal trial. And this is just an opening statement. Evidence continues to pour in. Especially, Sidney Powell indicated, there is a ton of evidence that is dropping in from the Dominion voting software that the executives of Dominion have gone MIA. That a lot of their offices are being abandoned and moved. She urges anyone and everyone who works for Dominion, who is tired to see this corruption, step forward very, very quickly because they're going to start pushing this to trial. Now, I want to be clear about something. Everything that Trump has been doing since November 3rd has been well within his constitutional right. I mean, to be completely fair and honest, if roles were reversed, we'd be seeing Biden doing the same thing. But there is indication now... At least from what I heard Sidney Powell pretty much say. Is that the votes that were coming in for Trump were so 
massive, so quick that the Dominion software could not cheat quick enough, which is one of the reasons why a lot of these battleground states pretty much said at about 2 in the morning, we need to stop the count. We're going home. We're going to come back at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. And then 4.30 comes around, and oh, hey, look at all these votes we just found for Biden only. Nobody else down ballot. You know why? Rush Limbaugh, just he just said this. I was listening to this program just a few minutes ago, a little bit of it before I started this recording. And he said, do you know why it, there were so many ballots that came in for just Biden is because they didn't have enough time before everybody realized that, oh, hey, they had restarted the counting and tried to rush their observers to those poll areas. And before the Bristol boards started going up and GOP observers were being denied access and watching the counting process, all they had time for for these empty ballots was just to put Joe Biden. If they had a little bit more time, sure, they could have probably filled out the rest of the ballots for the Democrats. But instead, what we find through the massive amount of backlog cheating and fraud, we see Joe Biden being dubbed by the media as the president-elect when actually he's not even elect he's not even president yet because no states have certified yet but we see we're at a point where potentially republicans can can can, can retain control of the senate the republican party has gained a massive amount of ground in the House. We see the Democrats in the House at war with themselves because the 2020 elections for them, sheer epic failure because Nancy Pelosi guaranteed that they will further strengthen their hold in the House. Yeah, right. There's been a commercial I've heard Chuck Schumer coming out and saying, we're going to win Georgia, and then we will change America. Knowing how much corruption there is, I'm pretty sure the people of Georgia are going to say, screw you, and elect at least one, if not both Republican Senates, senators that are in the runoffs back into the Senate and the Republicans will maintain their foothold in the Senate. Now, of course, that's also, I mean, think about it. That's 52 votes. Although, technically, they still will have a majority because you can't really count Mitt Romney. I mean, he's a pretty wish-washy, wacko He he claims he's a Republican, but he's really just a Democrat in sheep's clothing. We all know that. 
So we got that going on. We have nations across the country, not across the country, across the world who are watching what is going on here like a hawk. Because they know what happens here, what happens in this election, the outcome of this election will probably either, one, scare a ton of people, or two, will put America right back to being one of the laughing stocks of the world. The last time, okay, before President Trump, the last time the world really took us seriously was back during Ronald Reagan's administration. The only other time they took us half seriously was 9-11. Now, I will say this. During 9-11, I commend President Bush. He did everything correctly. They had all the evidence there for us to invade Iraq. He did everything appropriately. I still don't think he would he, he did as good of a job as he could have. Now, I I also want to be very very I need to be careful of my worrying here. But I want I don't want to be one of these people that say Oh, Republicans are, you know, all the Republican presidents have been awesome and stuff. No. I, I don't care if you're a Republican or you're a Democrat. We are human. We are flawed. We make mistakes. I mean, through time, through even the beginning, before the Revolutionary War, Every person who has led our country has made a mistake in one way or another. Over the last couple of days, I sat down and watched a movie from my collection entitled Gods and Generals, based on the book by Jeff Sherrah. Named Gods and Generals. It very much was focusing on the beginnings of the Civil War. And it kind of followed the and portrayed the life of people like Robert E. Lee, Thomas Jackson, Joshua Chamberlain, Gordon Hancock. Predominant figures in the Civil War. Now, I, I, you're probably thinking, how did we go from ranting about the election, ranting about, you know, everything going on now, to talking about the Civil War? 
Because there are some similarities. Because if you think about it, during the Civil War, the North and the South had their reasons to fight. If you were to look at Robert E. Lee and Thomas Jackson, Stonewall Jackson, versus someone like Joshua Chamberlain, you look at both of them, and, and keep in mind, during the Civil War, there were a fair number of people who were God-fearing men. Thomas Jackson, Robert E. Lee, Abraham Lincoln, Joshua Cham Chamberlain. They both believed that God was on their side. You look now, and I want to believe, and I pray that God is on our side, the Republican side, the conservative side, the side that wants to defend the Constitution. I am going to get a little preachy at the moment. Because from the founding of this country back after the Revolutionary War, when George Washington became the first president of the United States, when they created the Pledge of Allegiance, the Founding Fathers intentionally put in the pledge, one nation under God, because it was by God's grace that the country, you know, won the battle, won the war for independence. We and, in my personal opinion, looking through our history, God has guided this country. But now we run into a position where. Do I still believe that God is with this country? Yes. But the very beliefs, the very core existence of the United States is well under attack. By socialism, by Marxism, by communism, by libertarianism, liber however you pronounce it. I'm getting a little tongue-tied now. But, in the end, this battle that Donald Trump is in now, they, they say it's not just a battle for the presidency, it's a battle for the integrity of our own of our elections. It's not just the battle for the integrity of the, of the elections, which I agree with, but it is a battle for the soul of the nation. It is a battle to preserve the founding principles of the nation. If the Republicans lose the Senate, Senate if Trump does not win the presidency if Biden is named as the president. Number one, God help us all. But number two, as we've already seen before, 
They've already removed prayer from schools. But how long before they start taking away what everything that our founding fathers put in the Declaration of Independence and in the Constitution and in the Bill of Rights? If you've not read those documents, please, for everything that is holy, read them. Educate yourself and realize the things that they are going to be dismantling from the Constitution, especially the first two. The... First and Second Amendment are probably the two principal factors of one and the two main reasons why America is the greatest country in the world. But you take away our freedom of speech, freedom of religion, our right to bear arms. We're really not going to be any different than communist China. We're not going to be any different than, dare I say, how Hitler ran the Nazi party, the Third Reich. We're not going to be any different than how the Soviet Union was when it was communist. Or how Cuba. If anything sticks out in this podcast, since I have actually gone all over the place, which is very much beyond beyond me. One thing I want to point out is in the Declaration of Independence... The first three words are the most critical in that document. We the people. And when I say those are critical, it is we the people who hold the elections that we are have done since the founding of the country. It is we the people who elect representatives in the Senate and in the House. It is we the people who contact our representatives, who contact our senators to say, hey, we support this, we don't support that. It is we the people who hold the right And it clearly says this in both the Declaration of Independence and in the Constitution. We, the people, have the right. If we feel that the government is getting out of control, we, the people, can abolish it and reestablish it as we, the people, believe it should be. And right now, I almost feel... That we, the people, regardless of your 
political affiliations, Republican, Democrat, what you believe, I don't care. The soul of the nation is under attack from the deep state, from the far left, from the radical left of the Democratic Party. We need to abolish the government and we need to reestablish and put people who are in there to support the Constitution, who will abide by the Constitution and will actually do the work that we, the people, have elected them to do. All right, folks, I'm going to wrap it up there. I'm going to try and get another episode out tomorrow. We'll see what goes what goes on. Uh, I'm going to try my very hardest to get some episodes out every day during the week. Check me out on Twitter at kbrown2448. I am going to try and get some contact information uh, up and running. That way, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, statements, that you can get in touch with me. Uh, I'm going to try and set that up here before too long. But I appreciate you listening in on the KB Show, and I will see you next time. Thank you.